Så sak jag ju. We are the Otaku Host Club podcast and this is our Road to Paradise, our weekly Attack on Titan final season discussion episode. If you would like to listen to these episodes early and ad-free, consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash otakuhostclub. And if you want to chat Attack on Titan in between episodes, join our Discord server where we have a dedicated Attack on Titan chat. Links to everything are in the show notes or on our website at otakuhostclub.com. And I just want to take a quick little little second here to shout out to all of our um, podcast friends who are also doing weekly Attack on Titan episodes. Um, Otaku Melancholy, Anime Brothers, and the Strictly series. Everyone has like different takes and uh, interpretations of the episodes that we might not catch. So go and check out all of their Attack on Titan episodes as well. You know, it's a lot of work doing weekly episodes on top of normal episodes, so everyone deserves some love and uh, mm. some listens, you know? Mm. Yeah. Give the boy a hand. Uh, yeah. Or the girl. So uh, I guess we can get into episode 82, Sunset. So this answered all of our questions from last episode. It was not an exposition yep. dump at all, but you know, we wondered what's up with Annie. Now we know what's up with Annie. We wondered <laughs> what's up with Hanji and and uh, Levi, and now we know what's up with Hanji and Levi. Mm-hmm. I'm so upset because I got on Twitter for literally one second, <laughs> uh, like an hour after the episode airs on Verve, and I was and I had gotten spoiled already, and I was so mad because I've mm. been avoiding Attack on Titan spoilers on Twitter. I was doing a pretty good job of this. Like, I wasn't getting spoiled at all. Mm. And, and, like, literally an hour after the episode airs, there's already spoilers. I'm so upset. So what, this was a spoiler pertaining to this specific episode? Yeah, because, mm. like, everyone, because, well, yeah. like, and the only reason why I even, like, looked, like, like looked at it so intently was because in the last episode I talked about, like, saving Levi, and fucking Levi is within the picture of the, the new episode. And they're like, ha ha ha, Levi's big. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Are you serious right now? He's a harmless fellow that just refuses to die. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, goddamn cockroach. That's Levi. <laughs> <laughs> and he does, he's bandaged up. He looks, I uh, think looks okay. That I, we could see his face, or I feel like his his head was more like a puzzle piece that we needed to like put back together, and not just like could could be like uh, healed with bandages. Yeah, <laughs> he looked like he was blown to bits. It wasn't really, yeah. Like I'm not sure if it, it was the bandages, like a bloody mist. Yeah, I, I think it was more like the power of Hanji's love <laughs> that oh, okay. healed him. All right. I, accept, I like that. I that. <laughs> yeah, I like that mm-hmm. that uh, theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the aftermath of the last episode. All his bodies buried underneath the rubble. He said buried. It's like Baltimore all over again. <laughs> yeah. Like three weeks ago, we had some firefighters tragically died because we have a lot of abandoned houses, uh, row houses mm-hmm. that collapsed. I think like what is it like 16,000 or something crazy like that? Yeah. Something wild yeah. like that. And they are not up to code. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, the people are getting pulled out of the rubble. And uh, the most important thing is Annie, because Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a bit um, famished and atrophied, but mm-hmm. uh, Hitch is content to take her outside of Charleston. Central District and mm-hmm. um, take her wherever it is she's going. I, I guess we don't totally know where it is she's going. She's just going somewhere. Mm-hmm. They don't identify where it is. They're well, I thought she was going. To, do they? I thought she was trying to get home. Well, yeah, but in whatever like a, Annie's way of getting home is. Yeah, like I'm just gonna go home now. So <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of. I mean, it's kind of like. Oh, I want to go home, but I live halfway across the country. So, like, <laughs> how do I get there? You know, in the same way, you know, Annie lives on continental Africa and they're on Madagascar. So, like, mm-hmm. how is she getting home on horseback? On horseback. I mean, where are they? With Hitch. Where are they taking her? Yeah. Anyway, maybe that just doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> so. Um. So so Annie has ha, knows what does what does what exactly does Annie know? Annie seems to know everything. Yeah, but if Armin stopped let stopped talking to her, and she couldn't, and and everything went black. I'm wondering like how much information she knows. Clearly, clearly rumbling is happening outside and behind her. So she's like, all right, bitch. Yeah, Aaron did the thing that he th- said he was going to do, but well, the, did Armin specifically stop talking to her at some point? I, I I thought what she was saying was that when Hitch or Armin would come and talk to her, mm-hmm. then she could hear them. But that was literally the only stimuli that she had. Like if they yeah. were not in front of her talking to her, then mm-hmm. she just sat in darkness the whole time. Yeah, well, I thought that Armin was going back and talking to her and telling her about stuff, but then, like, obviously, they go out on missions and don't come back for for a really long time. Maybe it's like being hooked up to an IV in hospital, and you're, uh, you know, you're in a coma. People say that they can hear things, you know? Yeah, exactly. I I think it's exactly like that. Yeah, it's a good question. How much... I mean, she, she... infers in my opinion the episode wants to communicate that annie just knows everything that's going on because armin mm-hmm. has told her at every juncture what's going on but mm-hmm. the, yeah the practicality of that is a is a good point amelia because does armin actually go and tell annie everything that happened over the past season and a half so. <laughs> right story time with armin <laughs> Yeah, like when, when when exactly like when they've been on Marley for a while. Yeah, <laughs> when when did Armin return and and tell Annie everything that's happened? So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. We also have Hitch, who's also visiting. She's uh she's responsible for her for Annie, and uh, they run, they cross paths, and uh, Hitch tries to, uh, or rather, Annie tries to take out Hitch, and not realizing it's her, and she gets dealt with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, <laughs> this is very comical. Yeah, it was kind of comical, wasn't it? Hmm. I forgot about Hitch, to be honest with you. Yeah, I forgot that um, Annie needed a bodyguard to like protect protect her chrysalis. You know, mm. 
Yeah, I also forgot about Hitch, but I remembered, you know, like after after a couple minutes. You know, I, I guess I should say in the opening scene they focus on Hitch, Hitch's character design. And I was like, Am I supposed to know this Hootis person? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, new season who did. Yeah, exactly. And and then <laughs> as the episode went on, it came back to me, oh yeah, this was like this character that had a boyfriend that died in the last charge of the scout regiment and it was very sad and mm-hmm. that's all i remember about hitch i think i felt a little moe towards her hmm. i feel that i kind of was like annie you being a bitch right now <laughs> mm. she's all like i had to listen to you talk about you and all of your gross men you're at least going to listen to what I have to say. I'm like, bitch, calm down. Yeah. And then <laughs> she chose violence as soon as she came out of that crystal. <laughs> and I'm going to need her to turn it down a little bit. Peace was never an option. <laughs> yeah. Annie, Annie just spells out her life story. I know. She says, I haven't been able to talk for four years. So let me tell you all about my previous life. <laughs> Therapy <laughs> session. Like, okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> deep deep therapy (laughs) you traumatized as a child turned into a ninja warrior yeah but i i kind of understood what annie was trying to get across that like you know hitch had asked her this rhetorical question repeatedly while she was in chrysalis and then she had a long-winded personal answer to this rhetorical question that like (laughs) oh how could i do this terrible thing because i didn't care and now I've decided that I want to get home to my dad, and that is important to me. I've discovered the uh, value of human relationships as I've sat in chrysalis meditating for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think of this as Annie's redemption arc. She's uh, she's killed a lot of people and a lot of animals in her in her wake. Mm-hmm. So uh, perhaps I build a little sympathy for her. Um, because she was adopted by this man, Leonhard. Uh, he was an immigrant from a uh, undisclosed location. Um, mm-hmm. so she he adopts her and just basically trains her so that he could become an honorary Eldian, like kind of have a higher status, basically. Honorary uh, Marlin, yeah. I'm sorry, Marlin, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, she has a dark sense of nihilism and, uh, she's just a violent person. Yeah. Very, uh, yeah. very narrow sided or short sighted, I think. Well, that, yeah, that violence was nurtured in her, as you mm-hmm. say, but, uh, her foster dad, her adoptive dad, uh, just raised her to be you know, a warrior, you know, be a killing machine to not have feelings, but to just, you know, love understand and and be able to commit violence and then at the last moment he has a change of heart you know when he's faced with the reality of annie leaving his life he suddenly realizes wait i actually have grown emotionally attached to you and and i you know don't actually want you to just go die i want you to come back home i actually i I care about you i didn't even know and he's kind of thrown in a loop by this and it takes four years of meditation to kind of understand the you know process and come to terms with that. Yeah, I'm not convinced. 
Not convinced? Yeah, not convinced on it. She's got to do something nice, though. She's got to, like, make up for I'm, this. I'm just like, okay, Dad. Like, now that I'm leaving, now you care about me? Okay, whenever. But then, like, also, I've been away for four years doing this thing that, you know, I'm supposed, I'm quote unquote, like, supposed to be doing. But let me sit in this crystal and think about it for four years. Oh, wait, yeah. I, I love you. Like, I don't <laughs> like it's it's too too convoluted for me. I'm just like, mm. uh, maybe maybe the uh, development will be there if and when if and or when Annie gets to be re- reunited mm. with her father. But but well, I, I don't I don't, don't want to sell Annie. Too, I'm like not connected. Yeah. To, to this at all. I, I don't want to sell Annie too short. I, I think we should keep in mind that. All the way back in season one, Annie does reflect on her dad's words and does have some kind of like drive to get home, right? Her stated purpose, all, even all the way back in season one, is that, you know, my, my dad is the only one on my team. He's the only person I trust and care about, and I want to return home to my dad. Um, that was not a big angle, but that was the that did happen in season one, mm. um, so I, I don't think this is so. It feels blindsiding just because we haven't thought about Annie for two seasons, but I don't think it's as blindsiding as it comes across. Like these thoughts were percolating back in season one, and then they mm. they blossom right now. She cried, though. She cried when she was captured. Perhaps because she wanted to go home still. She's like yeah, one of the well, only, she's one of the few people who came over, uh, Marley and soldiers, that wanted to go back so badly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she I, did. Uh, she did cry in Titan form. She kind of, maybe she's the child of Johann Liebert from Monster. <laughs> they look very similar. <laughs> That'd be an interesting twist. <laughs> yeah. Monsters going on in Europe while all this is going on in South and Southern Africa. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So what, uh, what I was most uh, surprised by or what got the biggest reaction out of me was the kind of full throttle nationalism and authoritarianism that Eldia, the paradise Island seems to be devolving into. And this struck me particularly hard because I have often heard the critique that attack on Titan is like pumping weird nationalism through its veins, or that it's like a weird portrayal of this, like, nationalist you know right-wing government and society and i don't i don't see that personally up to this up to this episode uh but this episode definitely made me feel like oh shit man we're like teetering (laughs) on the verge here and it, it really made me wonder why like i mean if you if you're living in eldia i get the like pro eldia nationalism but i i don't get the Kind of like flocks authoritarian, flocks <laughs> are authoritarian angle to this because if if you live on Paradise Island, like 
feasibly your your survival is assured. It's like you're you're looking at a very real possibility that the people within eyesight, like the people on this island, are going to be the last remaining human beings. You know, you're at a point where every life is sacred. Like why and and. You, you're gonna. I thought you might talk about this this part. Yeah, you know, like every every life is sacred. If you don't like somebody, you could just like go to a different corner of the island. There's no walls now. Like you can spread out. You know, you gotta you gotta think about repopulating the earth. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but like, there's no reason like no reason to oppress other people because like you could just go somewhere else feasibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he takes out that uh one of the volunteers shoots yeah. him in the face. He's like, You better not dissent. Make an example out of you. Yeah. Pow. And then he but well, then he then he's like uh to uh Jean, Jean, like you need to uh you know, this is your chance to have a cushy office job and uh live live comfortably or you can get a shot to the face. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have. Poor Jean. You know, I, uh, um, I'm tolerant of Flock, but in these last couple episodes, it's like, dude, you're losing it. Like, you're you're in the you're you've already got the winning conditions. Why do you got to push <laughs> harder than that? You know, like what what are you trying everyone. to what What's the point of acting like this by by this point in the story? Like, they're You've already won. The rumbling's happening. Like, what else are you trying to accomplish exactly? Mm-hmm. Power? Does he want the power? Oh, yeah, that bitch has always wanted the power. Yeah, is, 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 it, is that the angle? I mean, he does say <laughs> that, like, he basically says, Aaron Yeager has chosen me. You know, like, I am, I am the, the chosen emissary of our dear Lord. He's stroking his... his- his ego, his big old fat ego right yeah. now. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. What, what side does Shadis take after this? I mean, he basically is, isn't he sort of on the run at this point? Him and the cadets. Oh, you know, he, he did an he did an interesting thing mm-hmm. this episode mm-hmm. where he was like talking about, you know, like I yeah, sure I got my ass beat, but that was because I was letting them think that I was on their side. So you guys, you guys need to go and do the same exact thing <laughs> so that there are people <laughs> with the right heads on their shoulders in this army that they build next so that you can rise up whatever you don't like something. Yeah. I was it's like, like yeah, and I, I knew. I like that. <laughs> I knew Shadis was hard as fuck. You know, he didn't. He didn't get beat up by those. Yeah, uh, by the the new trainees. Yo, he is a he let himself okay. get Shadis. beat up. Thank you. It's he let birthday. himself. He let <laughs> himself get beat up. He did. <laughs> I'm gonna take one for the team. Yeah, he could have been like invincible, Mikey, and and just walloped fifty guys with no problem. But he decided mm-hmm. to politely let them like tip tap on him a couple times and feign injury. Be like, Oh, Oh, it hurts. And collapse on the ground. That motherfucker didn't even, he, he wasn't even hurt. Yeah. Mm. He's hard as fuck. He wasn't hurt. <laughs> Do you guys think that uh lean hard and get shot 
while uh, trying to convince the guards that they're going to get trampled on? Yeah, good question. Uh, hmm. I mean, no. I don't like it <laughs> when you say things like that. I know. <laughs> because... <laughs> but even even in context of I mean in context of the episode it could go either way and my that's what and then you say stuff like that so like then you're like well but the episode in the episode in from what we have gathered in the episode I don't like this <laughs> from context clues in the episode we can gather that the- yeah, I mean, well, it could go either way, but I didn't, uh, you know, it would not have been my impression that, mm. you know, like the gun, the gun fired off, but I would have assumed it was like fired off into the air as they struggled rather than mm. dude got, got executed. Yeah. Right or, here. you know, at Yelena, why not? He already had the gun to his head and her, 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 to her head last time anyway, Yelena. you know? Mm. He's like, let me take this bitch out now. Well, I got the shot. So Armin wigging out on Mikasa was kind of interesting, too. <sighs> that little boy. <laughs> that little boy <laughs> decides to wig out on Mikasa, of all people. He just needs to learn how to handle his stress better. Erwin. Yeah, either- Erwin would have handled it perfectly, like he thinks. He's got some regrets. Yeah. It's kind of a painful moment, right? For Armin to, to say, you guys saved the wrong person. You should have saved Erwin, not me. Oh, I thought you were talking about like him yelling at Mikasa and then Mikasa being like, sorry. Well, I mean. <laughs> that was like my heart dropped. I was like, oh, man, poor, poor oh. girl. <laughs> she's just, all she wants to know is what she's supposed to do about Aaron. And, and Armin yelling yeah. at her about it. And she's like, sorry. But oh, man. I mean, it's just it's just the stress talking, you know. It's just the stress yeah. talking. He's in a stressful situation. To be fair, he hasn't slept he in days. Remember, he said he, he's he, got to he keep did going. Say that mm-hmm. he did say that. Yeah, he's a tired. And, you know, Mikasa looks to him for leadership, but he hasn't really grown into the leadership role. You know, Mm-mm. like Gene Gene has. It's like now we see a common like you know Irwin is is. Followed up by a combination of Armin and Gene. It's like Armin has the brains and Gene has the leadership. Yeah, it's funny because Armin uh, takes more of a leadership role, but then like uh, Gene is like very shocked at like the situation and kind of seems like he cannot get it together in this moment. Where oh, he's had yeah. it together yeah, yeah. in all of the other moments, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this flock kid. <laughs> he's just killing people left <laughs> the right. Um, what else happens? There's a Connie's galloping away with with Falco. Yeah, Falco can't figure out if he remembers Connie or not, and Connie mm-hmm. plays the straight straight face. Mm-hmm. So I'm just taking you to the hospital. <laughs> oh. It's a little bit like like in The Sopranos when uh, the guy takes the girlfriend out to oh the my woods. Gosh. Uh, kills her off, and he's like, I'm just taking you to the hospital. I'm just taking you to the hospital. (laughs) Rough. You keep referencing all these boy shows that I have not seen. (laughs) 
Oh, sorry. Well, you didn't see Tokyo I Revengers? No I have no re- I have no reference point. <laughs> you didn't see Tokyo Revengers? No, I watched that one. Well, we got it, said Sopranos. Yeah, well, I'm, I And then last episode you were talking about Breaking Bad um Saw Titan. Oh, word. Well, okay, sure. I understand <laughs> what you're saying then. Yeah, well, to to be fair, I would not have known the Saw Titan and, except I saw it on the internet. Now, if you said, oh, like Dexter, because Dexter makes you think that, you know, you're having a good time until he's murdering you. Huh. Never seen Dexter. I hadn't seen The Sopranos until last year. Mm. Dexter's pretty good. I watched the first episode of Euphoria last night. Oh, oh shit. It didn't really hit didn't really resonate with me. Oh my god. I didn't want I didn't like so different. I didn't like seeing Dr. Mark Sloan portrayed in such a such a nasty fashion. (laughs) Dr. Mark Sloan would never act like Wait, which one is Dr. Mark Sloan? The the uh, dad that has sex with this young woman in the hotel room and is kind of you know weirdly predatory. It's like Uh, mm -hmm. you should wait until this newest season. Give it a chance. Or, give it. Give was it. it the end, was it the end of the first season? No, I'm, I'm going to keep watching it. It's not like I'm going to mm. give up on it, but I can. I can like, uh, you know, this is this is not the kind of like trashy teen drama that resonates with me. Oh man, so it's trashy. Like high, it's like high end trashy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like art house. Art house meets. uh, Yeah. And I, you know, it's like, but it's it's more. It's more like it is. It is trashy. But when I think about the trashiness of these various teen dramas from the '90s and 2000s that I love so much, versus what is portrayed by Euphoria. And I understand that euphoria is arguably a more realistic sense of how teenagers actually act in the modern times. Mm-hmm. But these people, they're so crude and they're so mean to each other in ways that are like, yeah, like the people in Gossip Girl are mean to each other, but they're, it's like mm-hmm. kind of funny because it's like so eye rolling and so like, ah, uh, you know, that in euphoria, I'm just like watching these guys talk about you know girls with each other. I'm like, good lord, I never had conversations like that <laughs> with with my peers in my entire fucking life. Like, what? These people are like, this, this is just like kind of kind of bumming me out, man. It's a downer. Like, good yeah, god, you know, I, I, I teeter on it being a show, being a downer, and me feeling like I need something afterwards to bring me back up. Yeah, I'm very angry at the show while I'm watching it. I'm so angry. It makes me so angry. Uh, word, that's cool. <laughs> I'm like yelling at the TV. Like. Hmm. I kind of. So do you? Do you feel like you're yelling at this out of revulsion or yelling at this out of like, both? Stupidity? Whatever it is, it's both. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is equal parts of the same coin. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Uh, where were we? Connie and Falco. <clears throat> yeah, Connie's gonna feed him to mom so that yeah. mom can be a jaw titan and be a great motherly soldier. I don't. 
I don't, I don't think, think they it's should work feed, out. Yeah, I don't think they should feed Falco <laughs> to his mom. It's not work out. We're all like, we're, I think everybody at home, it's just whenever Connie's trying to do this, everyone's like eye rolling. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay, Connie, like whatever. Like, <laughs> you can have your moment. You can have your psychotic moment. Everyone else has. Mm-hmm. Are you saying my mom's not important? Uh, yeah, no, like literally, of? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the grand scheme of the political landscape I mean, right now, yeah, a yeah. little bit. I mean, like Pixis or your mom. Yeah, then Armin Armin has a good point too that like maybe it's better to keep Falco alive to try to bridge the gap <laughs> with the remaining Marleyans who, you know, like they who they want to get along with in this scenario where there's no more humans left on earth, where they're the last yeah. surviving humans. But then if I'm, if I'm like, if I'm, uh, I feel like what, at what point, like if I were Marlian on this Island and I was alive and everyone else was dead, like the rumbling is, taking place on yeah i ain't so like, fighting back at that point i'm like what i don't fucking care yeah exactly it's <laughs> so like dude go, there, there ain't no nations left there's only paradise Where island you like, you know? mm-hmm. yeah at that point it's like, like yeah it's like let me let me put on some like 90s boulder or, or like 1920s boulder cap and just blend in with everybody else yeah, but then i also <laughs> understand that the people that are left are probably gonna want to like pull like you know assemble and create things yeah. for the island, mm. you know? So it's like, yeah, in a perfect world, everybody would probably just like not do anything and just live out the rest of their lives. But then like, there has to be some semblance of, uh, like rules and harmony, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do a whole nother season of just slow. No. Bureaucratic. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, military. Uh, no, you know. Uh, I think I think Dan likes that. Sounds yeah. very no. interesting. It's a spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're here for the action. I know that, Amelia. I know. We need it. <laughs> uh, there has been news. Speaking of uh, when this thing will end, the last episode was delayed. I believe. Correct. By like thirty minutes, I think. No, by like oh. days. Yeah, there, the there is yes. last episode or <coughs> yeah. this this episode that aired. I think I think next week's episode is getting pushed back a week because of some special event. Oh, I thought they said it was only going to be delayed a, a half an hour. It's a uh, Winter Olympics. Oh, well, the Olympics are over. No win- winter ones. Yeah, yeah. The Olympic Winter, winter Olympics are over. They ended. But aren't they broadcasting it? It's it's the last day was today, I believe. All right, so episode eighty-seven has been delayed a week. Got it. From yeah. the twenty-seventh to the to April third. So I think this episode that just aired was delayed like oh. a half an hour on Japanese broadcast, but not. Oh. Those, but you. Okay. That makes sense because I guess they were doing like the the final torch. Oh, okay. Torching the torching of the. <laughs> the yes, Olympics. they torch the Olympics. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so it is so it is the season finale that is getting uh, delayed. delayed. Okay. 
Yeah, they're okay. definitely doing a movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't like your tone. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no, there's no way they're not like. I didn't realize that the season finale was coming up quite that fast. I mean, they're, it's flying. Yeah, it's definitely no. getting a movie. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I kind of figured like they're like. There's no way to end. Like, we're so far from the end, I feel like. There's got to be a movie or something. Yeah, I think there's going to be a movie. I am upset about it. I would just like to... I, I do not like this, but I will accept it <laughs> so that I can get the ending. It also depends on how long they're going to wait <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. to release it, to make the movie and release it. Because if we're waiting a whole nother year, I'm reading ahead and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, fair. I'm over Same. it. I'm over it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And then, we'll, and then there's a possibility that we'll have to wait after the Japanese release if they don't release it simultaneously. Mm. And then we even screwed me even more. We just, well, I think that would definitely happen just mm. from the way that licensing works. I feel mm. like for sure that would happen. Mm. So then everybody would know ahead of us. Riots, protests. They should release it on the same day because of piracy. Yeah, truth. But. Well, overall, good episode. 10 out of 10. It's a, ten, <laughs> it's a, tra- it's a great transitional. Let's, okay, let's, let's back it up a little bit. <laughs> Well, you know, there was a tiny bit of action when the cart Titan almost ate Hanji. Um, so I'll give it like an eight out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh, I was a bit surprised that Peak could drive the cart Titan from outside the Titan. I mean, she's like clearly well, halfway out and then she's like, all right, let me just grab the, ro- the fucking steering wheel and go June. Run over I thought there. that too, but I'm pretty sure Aaron does that in earlier seasons where his yeah. his hands and his feet are still stuck in, but his head's out and he's like talking to everybody. Yeah, he does do that. I think he does it in the first oh, part of the okay. Uh, Word. I, mm-hmm. I forgot about that then. Yeah. Okay. I, guys, Good I point. forgot about it and I was like, that bitch is not in her Titan. She is not in yeah. her meat mech. Get back in there. I don't believe this. <laughs> not, but then like I remembered that. <laughs> it's like, then I remembered that Aaron did it. It's like when, when mobile suit pilots open their hatch and they're just like, here I am. I have no seatbelt on. I can instantly be launched out of my, out of the cockpit of uh, my Gundam. Yeah. True. Are they in space when they're in their Gundams? Oh yeah. They'll be in space on the ground. How are they breathing? They just, (laughs) they're breathing. No one put their helmets on. on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're like, Oh, I'll jump into, jump into my Gundam. And they jumps out of their Gundam, the mobile suit and lands in another mobile suit. They're like, True. Like, you, okay, you jump through space. Cool. <laughs> yeah, through space, through through, through the air. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and my boy's back. I was hoping that I I knew he was going to come back. I wasn't expecting it at this episode, but then when I saw my spoiler, and I was like, at the very end, and like the credits are rolling, and like still no Levi, and then like the credits are like almost over, and then they do the weird bit at the end. I was like, where? The heck is Levi? <laughs> I know he's in this episode. <laughs> like, I know it. <laughs> I 
Thank you guys for joining us in this episode of The Road to Paradise. If you are listening to this on the day that it airs, our regularly scheduled episode also drops, and it is a collab episode with the Strictly series. Yay! Yay. Yeah! So go and check that out, and as always, links to our social media, Discord, Instagram, website are in the show notes. Hit us up, tell us we're wrong, or more importantly, tell us how right we are. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next week for episode 83, or Pride. Hmm. See you in the next one, people. Goodbye. Bye.